Good news. My new book is almost here. It's called Handbook for the Heartbroken, A Woman's Path from Devastation to Rebirth. And while it doesn't officially come out with Sounds True until May 7th, you can pre-order it now. And when you do, you'll receive up to $500 in additional gifts and resources to support you on your healing journey. I wrote this book because in the four-year span between 2016 and 2020, I experienced serial heartbreaks that rocked every area of my life, health, relationships, finances, career, social status, and even my very identity. Along the way, I experienced firsthand just how dysfunctional our culture's relationship to loss really is. I saw how we live in a heartbreak illiterate world that's obsessed with success, shackled with isolation, and ignorant of how valuable our suffering can be for our growth and evolution, not only as individuals, but as a species. So this book expands the conversation around grief and loss beyond just breakups and bereavement, although we cover those too, to include falls from grace of all kinds, personal, professional, and collective. This includes the end of a relationship or job, death of a loved one, a natural disaster or a war, infertility, abortion, or a financial crisis. Also, when we're going through hard times, we're encouraged at every turn to hurry up and get on with it. But by trying to power through these messier seasons of life, we're denying ourselves the very answers to our healing and growth. Whether you're experiencing hardship right now, or you know that you have past hurts that are holding you back and still need healing, this book will support you. Handbook for the Heartbroken will show you that it's only through fully turning toward your heartbreak with support, courage, and compassion that you can heal. Within the loving pages of this book, you'll have full permission to fall apart and slowly, organically, find your way back to greater wholeness. I'm truly excited to share this with you. You can download your free chapter now and pre-order the book to receive all those bonuses at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. That's handbookfortheheartbroken.com. I also want to add that pre-ordering the book now is the very best way that you can support me as an author and the health of this book when it enters the world in May. It signals to booksellers to stock the book at that time and in turn, make it available to more people who need it. So thank you for your pre-orders. Thank you for your support. And I look forward to continuing to deepen together in this important conversation over the coming months. Hello, welcome to the Sarah Avon Stover podcast, a space to come home to your inner wisdom. I'm Sarah, best-selling author and teacher of women's yoga, meditation, and spirituality. And this podcast was born out of my own desire to hear Dharma talks, which are what the Buddhist tradition calls wisdom teachings, through the distinct lens and voice of the sacred feminine. Here, I'll share these very talks, along with rich conversations about all different facets of the feminine spiritual journey. But above all, I created this because I believe that when a woman gets still and quiet enough to hear her inner wisdom, she's able to live her true path in the world. I hope this podcast helps you do just this. I'm happy you're here. 
Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Galentine's Day for all who are or were celebrating. As I'm recording this, we are at the front end of a polar vortex here in the Rocky Mountains in Boulder, Colorado. It's literally one degree outside, and yes, I'm wearing long underwear both on the top and the bottom beneath my clothes today. This weekend is going to get down to the single digits during the day and below zero at night. So fun times, and all those who are experiencing this right now in various parts of the country and the world bundle up out there. Good news is that we are just over halfway to the equinox now. This is our final stretch in the underworld that is winter. And fitting for this time of year, today I'm sharing an excerpt from a Dharma talk I gave during a retreat last month in my online women's yoga and meditation community, Women's House of Wisdom. In it, I speak about the power of yin, Because in a world that still condemns either overtly or covertly the feminine or yin energy with attributes like softening, resting, being, allowing, trusting, we still have a ways to go before really restoring this fundamental energetic balance first within ourselves, our own bodies, our own psyches. And then ultimately, of course, on the planet. I share more nuances of this in today's talk. It was one of the favorites in my Women's House of Wisdom community. And this talk was from part one of this winter series of The Power of Yin. If you feel fed by what you heard today, and if you're intrigued or just want to dive more deeply into this, I welcome you to join me for part two of this series, and that's happening in a half-day retreat this coming Saturday, February 20th from 9.30 to 12.30 Mountain Time. And if you can't attend live, a recording is available right afterwards. And in that retreat, I'll share a Dharma talk going deeper into this topic. We'll meditate together, have time for dyad work and group sharing, and we'll also do some, some yin yoga together. As usual, pandemic pricing is available, and if you join us this week, you can still catch the whole recording from last month's part one. To learn more and join us this coming Saturday for part two of The Power of Yin, head to womenshouseofwisdom.com, womenshouseofwisdom.com. And now for today's Dharma talk on the power of yin. I'm going to share an excerpt from the Tao Te Ching by Lao Tzu, which is really a, a beautiful piece of literature, poetry, that speaks to the power of yin. Not knowing is true knowledge. Presuming to know is a disease. First, realize that you are sick. 
Then you can move toward health. The master is her own physician. She has healed herself of all knowing. Thus, she is truly whole. So these teachings of Lao Tzu, and these teachings of the Tao, which is the way with a capital T, a capital W, is the way to wholeness, the way to health, the way to harmony, the way to cosmic order. And the way is really 180 degrees away from the way that we live right now, the way of modern life. And how could it be anything other than that? Yogic traditions, spiritual traditions have prophesied for centuries that this is the time of the Kali Yuga darkest time of human civilization and we are in the darkest of that darkest time so everything is backwards and upside down and just like everything there's there's an end to this time. There's an end to this time of backwardsness, of being so out of sync with the way. And how to move back into that cosmic order just starts within each of us, our own inner cosmologies. And really a remembrance of the fundamental building blocks of the universe, which are yin and yang. Some Taoist masters say that the enlightened state is the perfect balance, the right balance of yin and yang in the human system, in the tissues of our bodies, in our emotional bodies, in our mental bodies, that just right balance of yin and yang. And I know that we're all sophisticated, intelligent, spiritual practitioners, and we, we know about yin and yang. We have, a, we have a intellectual understanding of it, that yin is this, this more hidden, feminine, softer, quieter dimension of being. And yang is more solar, more masculine, more active, more dynamic, more visible. Those are kind of the ABCs of the yin and yang, but to really become masterful with them takes deeper inquiry, deeper contemplation, more of a a felt sense of how these energies are working in our bodies. 
And healers like acupuncturists can help us with that or traditional Chinese medicine doctors and help by listening to our pulses or looking at our tongues or even just our overall disposition to see like what's, what's more active, what's, what's dominating, what's deficient. But kind of an energetic pandemic that's happening in this time is that there, there's a chronic deficiency of yin. And how could it be anything other than that with, you know, we're, we're at the end of the patriarchy. We don't know how long that the end is going to take. But there's been a systematic, very conscious condemnation, even killing of yin. You see it in how we relate to nature, dominating over nature. optimizing nature for our own benefits. We see it in the way that women have been treated over many centuries. Just to say that's a deep disregard is an understatement. And we carry this within ourselves and we all know this, just the, the way that we judge ourselves if we're not doing enough, not accomplishing enough, not motivated enough, not productive enough, not out there enough. So with this deep condemnation, fear of Yin, we don't actually really know yin anymore. We don't really have places where we can look to see healthy yin, except in nature. But often we're so, so sped up, so in our heads that we can't even really be present for that. We can look to the ancient Taoist symbol of yin and yang, where half of it is black, showing us the, the yang, and half of it is yin, is white. So equal measures, black and white, yin and yang. And then right in the center of the black area, there's a, there's a small white circle. So within the yang is the seed of the yin. So it's like that blackness comes out of that white circle, comes out of that yin seed. And then vice versa, within the white area, the yin area, there's a, there's a small black circle, a, a yang seed. So the yin flowers around that yang. They're always meant to go together and they're, they're, they're joined in these like these curves. There's like this perfect fitting of them one into the other. Like lovers that just 
fit together just so. Complement each other. So in, in inquiry, we can all bring to ourselves and it can't just be done in in the one three-hour retreat. And, you know, we're doing this over the course of the winter. So the invitation is, and, and winter is the season of yin. So the invitation is, is to sit with this inquiry, not just as an intellectual experience, but as an embodied experience. To really sense this interplay of energy within your own tissues, within your own being. We tend to think that like, okay, this is me. This is me, Sarah. And then I look around me and like, okay, and this is life. But really it's like my life is an extension of me. My life is Sarah too, because my life is not what, you, what any of you see. And just like for all of you, what, whatever you see around you is is you. Your life is you. So within the mirror of your life, which is just reflecting you back to you, you can also see the dynamics of these energies. And we want to do this without any judgment. Of course, judgment will arise, but as soon as it does, we can thank it and come back to our hearts and have have compassion that we are where we are. And just notice what's here about this interplay of energies. Because without really any true yin, or with very, very rare, very rarely do we find true yin, what we do have is either passivity or exhaustion. And one of the, sadly, one of the easiest ways to access yin energy is when you are exhausted. And you know that feeling, it's like, uh, no, I'm not going to wash the dishes right now. I'm not going to wash my hair. I'm not going to go do that errand. I am freaking tired. I need to lie down. It's like, you're, it's like that energy in your body just takes over and won't let you do. So how do we, how do we kind of revive, find, go on, go on in, um, a quest to discover healthy yin that exists in that spectrum between passivity and exhaustion? Healthy yin exists in the womb. When a baby is growing. And if it weren't for the miracle of women's bodies that actually showed that something was happening, people wouldn't believe it wouldn't believe that this thing could be happening 
that so much could be happening in a, such a hidden space that a whole new life could be made without anyone seeing it with their eyes. So we know that that, that process of growing a baby in a womb, it's, it's dynamic. All the things that are happening in such a short amount of time, like a whole human being created within nine months, it's, it's dynamic, it's miraculous, it's brilliant. It's, it's intuitive. The woman or the person carrying that child doesn't need to say like, okay, now we got to make the ear today. Now we got to make the small intestine. It, it happens just, it just happens. It's, 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 par- it's part of the flow of life. It's a completely non-intellectual experience. It's part of the Tao. It's part of the way of things. Like the turning of the seasons, it just happens. And there's a deep holding. It needs like, this process needs the container. It needs the dark holding of the womb space. And the same is happening right now in nature in so many parts of the world where nature has really gone to sleep. Nature has gone underground. We don't see things flowering. We don't see things growing. But we know a lot is happening below the surface to build up this energy like the, the deep yin is being re- restored, recharged. And when there's that, that deep recharge, that deep return into the well of being, that, that stillness, that um, the stillness that is dynamic, the stillness that looks like it's doing nothing, but it's actually doing everything in a non-doing way, is when that is fully, is fully allowed to happen, then authentic yang can emerge. And you've probably had this experience. I know that I have when I've been really sick and knock on wood that that's not going to be any of us anytime soon. I remember one time several years ago, I had a really bad case of bronchitis and I was in bed for a good two to three weeks, just really knocked, knocked down from it. I had no energy. And you'll know if you've had bronchitis or some sort of lung infection or something, how, how much how much energy that takes from you because it's like every breath is hard. And so I stayed in bed all this time feeling this deep exhaustion. And there came a time after a few weeks 
when I started to genuinely feel my energy coming back. Gradually, gradually, I started to see the, the brightness in my eyes coming back. Until I was fully back on my feet. But I waited for my body to give me, to give me that signal. It didn't say like, oh, well, it's been three weeks. I need to be better by now. I need to get up and get back at it. But I, I, I let that natural wave arise. So that's what happens with the spring when, when these plants shoot up from the ground. It's, that's, that's the genuine yang energy that comes out of this, this deep holding, this deep nourishment. That's the baby just coming out of the womb into the light. When it's time, when it's ready, when it's in alignment with the natural order of things, Thank you so much for joining me and for taking this time out for yourself. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be very grateful if you'd take a moment to rate and review this podcast. That way other women who might enjoy it can better find it. Also, don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support.